Hi, my name is Alistair. Hi, my name is Kat, and this is Vampop Productions Podcast. Noise. 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 Now, Mr. Hodgson, I believe today yep. we were going to have a little bit of a conversation about duh, 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 oh, no, the talk. space travel. Oh, space travel, okay. Ali. Right. Space travel, which is something that you've actually informed me a lot about. Well, I wouldn't say, I may be misinformed, you know, due to my egregious stupidity. Oh, gosh. Well, okay, so the reason why uh, I raised it is because it seems to be very topical, Mm -hmm. particularly the past couple of weeks, because in the British media, on and off, they've been talking about Richard Branson's successful galactic flight. Mm. It's called Galactic, the company, that has went to the edge of space. They have said they have gone to the edge of space. I don't really understand what that means. Um, because you explained to me slightly more nuanced that there's a lot of definitions as to where space the edge begins. of space is. Yeah. Also, I just kind of thought in the more simple way, what is there to see? Well, that's how to so that's... can you see Earth from the edge of space? Yeah, of course. So if they like It's mainly stop... Earth you can see. But can you see other planets from the edge of space? Cause you I don't... can see other planets from Earth. No, but wouldn't they look better from the edge of space? Yeah. Because you're closer to them. I guess so. I'd say it probably depends how bright the cockpit is. Like, you know, if you've got lights on in there, you're not going to see well out the window. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what the view is like, to be honest. Uh... But, um, so what would happen when they get to the edge of space? Would they, I mean, you can't stop the shuttle, but would they kind of float around so people can see Earth from there? Or would they just let the people float around? Oh, uh, ask that again? How, what they... Like, when they reach the definition yeah. of the Branson edge of space, mm. would, I mean, you can't stop the shuttle like what you would a car. Like, I'm, like, I mean, I know nothing about it, but I know that much, right? Like, I'm mm. not that, that daft. But would they then just let the people, like, view Earth and the other planets? Or would the people just kind of have fun and they float around inside? Because remember you mentioned to me that inside those shuttles... I see what you're saying, yeah. ...is weightless, right? So the people float. Yes. So what would they do when they get to what Branson calls the edge of space? So you actually become weightless before... Like, you don't need... To be falling, to be weightless, and the, the, so the thing is, la 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 la. You're weightless just before you're at the top, which is kind of cool. It's you're on a sort of parabolic arc, so you're kind of going up like a trajectory, and as soon as you're following the trajectory without any power behind you, then when you're not being powered anymore, that's when you're weightless. Mm-hmm. Oh. ぽっかいどこのぽっかなのうんいやあみんなどんなのうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんうんう
Yeah. Oh, the Bampot cat's hungry. Um. Did you not feed her before we started? Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin flights offer about three to five minutes of continuous weightlessness. Wait, so what does that... But what's the average price for a passenger in this? I'm not sure. It was about 100. How lot? How... Because I thought Branson was saying that his would cost like 100k. Does Virgin Galactic cost... I mean, the thing is, you're not even weightless because you're in space. You're in weightless because you're falling. Like, it's the same type of weightlessness you get from um, uh, being in... Uh, you know, the, we're looking at a thing, it's called the Vomit Comet. It's like a standard passenger plane, which is had the seats removed. So, and a jumbo go, jet. Yes, yeah, a jumbo jet. And if you go kind of up and down fairly fast you can get weightlessness for about so, 30 seconds at a time isn't that how they so-called prepare the astronauts that are going into space yeah they do training and things like that do you remember that movie with um tom hanks apollo 13 about apollo 13 classic film love it yeah they filmed that in one of those um planes so inside That's just how a they great, got the weightlessness yeah okay okay yeah they, they kind of kitted it out to look like the things i would pay for that yeah i would pay to feel that light <laughs> but i don't know if i would pay to go to the edge of space because it's like oh here it is it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for 15 minutes yeah wait is it that short wait so like the whole trip lasts for that short time i said two hundred fifty thousand dollars no 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 15 minutes yeah no i think uh, no, the flight will be longer because what happens is the plane, you, the, you sit in a like rocket thing, like space bit, but you have a kind of normal plane takes you up. So you're on a normal plane and then your bit drops away and then the rocket goes up from there. So the whole thing will take longer. And I think they offer like a two or three day experience where you get to prepare for it for a few days. But I mean... To be honest, it's just a rocket. Like, it's not... You're not in space. You're not going particular. I mean, there's planes fly higher than that. Wait, so being the edge of space doesn't mean you're in space? No. But how do they define that you're not in space? Space starts at about 100 kilometres up, roughly. But there's different definitions. And Virgin Galactic goes to 86 kilometres. Wait a second, that means like... But there are planes that fly higher than that. I mean, the U-2 used to punch uh, 100,000 feet. But I'm a bit confused because in the newspapers they're saying that Branson's flight is space travel. But if you're telling me they're not actually in space, how can it then be space travel so am i correct in saying that that yeah. that sounds to me like well it sounds like a con to me i think it's ridiculous. fraudulent yeah. advertising or i mean because i because i don't want to say why well they say the, the judgment call they but. say the edge of space so they're admitting that you're not quite in space but but the newspapers are branding it space travel yeah but they're not responsible for the selling of it so but see spacex mm -hmm. They actually send people to space. They do, but not as tourists yet. I think the nearest one is Blue Origin, which is Jeff Bezos's version. I think they're selling... Do they sell tickets in their shuttle that goes into actual space Yeah. for people? 
Uh, they've just, I think, recently they auctioned um, off seats for that, but that's looking How to cost. It's looking to cost millions to get a seat on one of their ones. But you actually get to like do a full sort of orbit. Of so the like Earth. you're actually in space. Yeah. <clears throat> so can Galactic compare to like the other ones that are? No, I don't even know what Virgin Galactic is. It's a weird space. Like I'm confused because it sounds like Branson's trying to compete, but he's nowhere near there. Well, remember, Virgin Galactic did this way before. Like they've been planning this for over a decade now. Like this has been in development. Um, so how come SpaceX and? The blue company has superseded them in such a shorter time because they're actually building space like fairing technology and then they're putting people in that rather than trying to convert a plane to go a bit higher <laughs> okay and i mean it's a technical like there has been some technical work done to make it work but as i said you're going up in a rocket so you get the full like g-force effect of being accelerated i'm sure that's cool but it, you know, there are planes that fly higher than that, like standard jet combustion engine planes that take you higher than this thing. It's it's a ridiculous claim, and for that money, it's just kind of mental. Um, it feels like a con to me. I wouldn't be spending that amount of money on it. I'm sure the views are nice, but you know, five minutes of weightlessness for a quarter of a million. I don't know. Plus, you don't even get to say that you were the like. At one of the first people to be a space tourist because you didn't even get to space, you know. Space tourist sounds that like honor space cadet. Will go to, yeah, <laughs> that honour will go to people that pay for the first flights of, you know, Virgin, uh, sorry, uh, Blue Origin and, and SpaceX, yeah. Blue so, could it be argued that space travel is uh, quite elitist? Or um, so. just for the rich? Because the average person probably doesn't have so much disposable income is to spend it in space travel yeah i think it, i i would agree with that but i'd just say it's a weird kind of flex to go with virgin galactic you're not really getting anything for it so <laughs> well maybe it's the cheaper option yeah i guess but then you're not really flexing with it and you're not really getting the full experience either i'm sure the views are nice from up at that height like it's about three times higher than a commercial jet flies so It'll look cool, you'll probably get to see a bit of the curvature of the earth, but... The curvature of the earth? Yeah, but I mean it's... And then you get to be weightless, right, for a bit? Five minutes. As <laughs> you float around for five minutes. Complete rubbish. Complete rubbish, because you can already do that in a regular jumbo jet. Mm -hmm. That's how they train the astronauts. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, do you think you'd want to go to space as a tourist? I would, but I'd like to go to actual space. You know, with the <laughs> to actual space. I mean, just to put it in comparison. So let's see SpaceX. what what height does yeah what height is the ISS at the old international yeah so the international space station, which once again isn't particularly high either. It's fairly low. It orbits at four hundred kilometers high. That's four hundred okay. kilometers, and say Virgin Galactic goes to eighty six kilometers. Okay. So. You're nowhere near kind of what you'd consider things to be happening at space to be at. What's the lowest, lowest orbiting satellite? Yeah, so the absolute lowest satellite in Earth's orbit, the absolute lowest, the absolute lowest satellite 
is 167 kilometers. So you're only halfway to that. Like, that's not impressive at all. I would consider space to begin where it becomes usable outside of the atmosphere. The thing is, but if you go below that, you start to get like air resist, too much air resistance, and you know your satellites start to slow down and just fall back to Earth. But yeah, unless you're kind of at that sort of height, I wouldn't really consider it. Space travel? Yeah. Do you think there'll ever be a time in the future where space travel becomes like so common like a cruise? Do you know, it's difficult to say, right? Like some people predict that, but then the technology is fairly mature at this point that we're using, like rocket. Mature? Really? Well, I mean, it's like... There like it's old tech, but in a new way. Yeah, there haven't really been massive advances. Like, if... You know, the big advances came in, say, the 60s, I guess. And then since then, it's been a lot slower to develop. I guess you could argue companies like SpaceX have made it more um, commercially viable and have been able to save money in different areas, but they haven't really developed new technology. They've used kind of existing stuff for that. So... You know, the way that SpaceX has made it cheaper is by making it more reusable. Um, it's still quite expensive to launch stuff, so I don't know. Um, yeah, doesn't each launch, like, cost... Is it half a billion? Or is it almost a billion? No. So no. how much does each of the launches cost? Uh, I think SpaceX has it down to about 60 million or so for some of theirs. <laughs> a mere 60 million? God. But then the satellites would be expensive as well on top of that, so... Because that's why they launch the rockets, is to launch the satellites. Amongst other things, yeah. Yeah. But the satellites we really need. I would say so. It helps us... Didn't you mention with internet? Yeah. There's a lot I of things. imagine if we didn't have that. GPS. Well, I need my GPS. Because my sense of direction... Internet Skype calls. Skype... Well... I mean, I don't think a lot of people use Skype now. Well, whatever. Video calls? Yeah. Across the world? Yeah. So our listeners, me and Ali were just taking a sip, sip of coffee. Sip at the same time. <laughs> you should have planned that better. I was thinking that. That was your fault because you did after me. Yeah. So there was dead air. But you always tell me, no dead air, Catherine. And you did it. You did it. You made dead air. Oh, and then yesterday we had an argument about whether uh, a street was a driveway or not and I said it was a driveway to one house and you said no it's a street it's a road two streets right and you were right but the reason that you got to know you were right was because of google maps and you know satellites that take photos of the of the ground well also I knew that before maps okay I guess before online maps I just knew that um, yeah because I walked past there for more than 20 years now Mm. so that's a fair point (laughs) <laughs> but you, you after show- being here for what a year went no 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 well, you got my to- name's Alistair Hodgson you got to show it to me I know better no surnames by the way okay Ali we'll just keep that in okay Ali no surnames Catherine well remember you said no surnames so you can't say mine can I you I won't no or that would be hypocrisy it would uh huh Great. Yes. Should we get back to space travel? Yeah. Yes. 
So you're saying it's hard to say whether or not space travel is going to be as common as a cruise in decades to come because you're saying that there's not really been huge advances in the tech. Yeah, I don't see it like coming down massively. I know SpaceX is talking about making um, kind of intercontinental flight possible with what that. What does that mean? So you'll get on like, so they'll use their rocket, they'll put like a kind of plane type thing on the top of it and you'll maybe pack 100 people into that as like a normal plane kind of thing then the rocket will take off once you get to a certain height your pod will detach and then you'll just orbit the earth and then you'll come down and land and you know your pod detaches yeah. but how can they be sure that you would land back on earth and not in the sea or something well because the pod is like a plane sort of thing so it'll be flyable like a normal plane after it's detached so you'll you'll Orbit the Earth way high up, and it means you could do like say <laughs> London to orb. Sydney in forty five minutes, and you'll be weightless for the journey, which would be quite cool. I mean, it does sound cool, but they're saying they can do that for the same price as a. Uh... Can you detach? Wait, they're saying they can do that for the same price as what? As um, kind of standard airline ticket, more or less, or somewhere what, around a couple there. hundred. Um, I think London to. Sydney tends to be a bit more expensive, but I, I think it London would be more Sydney expensive. Like, it's more than a grand. Yeah, I know. What, do you think it's going to be that cheap in the future to like do what you just said? I think they've said they've more or less got the technology cracked to do that just now, but once again, okay. I don't really understand how because, I'm you know, confused. they haven't been able to reduce the cost of launching by that much. They have reduced it a fair amount, but not by that much. Um, well, 60 million for one launch... See, the thing is, though, to be fair, that amount of money sounds like a lot to me, but I don't know enough about launching rockets. That might be really cheap, because how much does it cost NASA to launch one of their rockets? Because don't they launch rockets to take people to the International Space Station? In? No, they haven't done that in a long time. They, they got rid of their ability to launch humans into space with the space shuttle. When that but was what doing, does NASA do? They've been using the Russian Soyuz capsules since they decommissioned the last space shuttle to get into space. And in fact, a lot but of that's people, a launch, right? It is a launch, but it's not so the Americans doing it. how much would that cause? It. I mean, cost. I don't know. For NASA to do it? Oh, I don't know. Would it be more than 60 million? It was before that. The space shuttle was a horrendously expensive because it was supposed to bring down the cost by making it reusable, but. Was it, it was more never... than half a billion? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Because half a billion probably is quite a lot. Let me right? Google. Cost to yeah. launch a space shuttle. Okay, so. Total cost blah, 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 of the space shuttle program is $196 billion. Wait. Adjusted for inflation. $196 billion was the total. Billion. That was the total, yeah, the total program cost. And I can't even fathom that amount of money. That worked out at $450 million per per mission, per launch. But was this to launch people? Yeah, people, what? cargo. Lots of things. So, like, what do these launches that NASA does? So, is it normally to take supplies to the International Space Station? Uh, yeah, but or also... Or 
is it to send people up there just to do experiments? Yeah, that as well. And also to launch cargo in. You know, you can put stuff in the... Cargo? There's a cargo hold in the spaceship also. They could put satellites up and they used to do things like repairs as well. So they'd go up to like the... Remember there was a problem with the Hubble? telescope where they got like the wrong size glass or something or it wasn't it even like a really basic mistake or one of the lenses yeah. wasn't even or something oh my god the lens isn't even uh, damn we've just wasted 196 billion on emission because the lens so they, wasn't even yeah so they had to send the i think they sent the space shuttle up and they did the repairs to it up there so wait so i'm saying it can do other things than just i don't understand take people to the iss how nasa racks up this much money doing a launch for stuff how does spacex do it for 60 million i'm conf i mean the difference well, in those sums remember it's a less i think there's a few reasons for it i don't know this i don't know this bit for a fact but i would say that the space shuttle was really the first attempt to make it reusable. So SpaceX benefits by coming second. Like, they get to learn the mistakes that were made in that. It wasn't particularly reusable. That was the problem. But also, the space shuttle is a lot more versatile. So it was more expensive because it was able to do a lot more. Um, it, it's capable of running more missions than SpaceX can, so... Um, that's probably the main reason why like SpaceX does a simpler set of tasks better and more efficiently but the space shuttle was a kind of weird um, sort of yeah just a sort of weird try and do everything sort of spacecraft I mean it does seem a huge difference in but then the thing is though SpaceX doesn't send people in the shuttles they do but I thought that the last one was um, remote controlled. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, not remote controlled is a term. No, they recently. No, they, I, I'm sure. They sent their first um, first human cargo up to the space station. Uh, to the International Space yeah, Station? I think it was late last year. No, I'm sure the last one mm -hmm. that landed, yeah. that was unmanned, it was the first time where they landed it remotely, they said. Uh, no, they've been Wait. doing that for a while now, so the... Then it was something different that I read, because I'm sure... Those are the those are the rockets that land themselves, you know, when they That's come straight down. That's what I mean. Down. There's was no that... people in that, ever. Yeah, like, but was that not rockets. the first time that... Not just SpaceX, but any of the, that in the space field, I guess, is the only word I can find for it, that they landed it remotely. No, they've been doing that for a few years now. Okay. No, I'm That's sure not a something recent different. Thing. Oh, I know what you're no, saying. That was I'm the, sure. That was the Starship one. That's yeah, it new... was like a couple of months ago or last year. Yeah, that's a different. That's the new ship that they're testing. That's not, but that they're still testing that. That hasn't had people in it yet. Okay. But that's not doing anything. That's only being tested at the moment. So those are tests. They're not actually going into space or or doing anything like that. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because it was funny because it landed, but it didn't one. land the on the pad. Like. Flipped. It, yeah. yeah, but I thought, like, it's so just, cool. but it's the fact that, because wasn't it flipping wrong? Like, it shouldn't have flipped, like, it should have landed 
back on the no, base I or think the pad. The problem is one of its engines failed uh, at a very late moment, so it came down too fast and just kind of blew up a bit. But you just kind of think, what if someone was in that? Or it seems such a basic thing to go wrong for something that's so expensive yeah. and there's all these geeks and, and like nerds and really right. smart yeah, yeah. people that are into that. But that's why you make the mistakes now when you're testing rather than... So that you don't blow people up? They like had in this... Challenger? Like in Challenger, yeah, there's been a lot of space disasters. And Columbus one in 2004. Mm -hmm. But if you remember the, um, I say late last year, um, SpaceX launched the first people on one of their ships. Um, and I remember they'd had a few problems in the past where the ship had blown up on the launch pad or shortly after takeoff. Uh, this was years and years ago. And people said, this isn't safe. This isn't safe to put humans in. And they're like, well, yeah, but that's why you make the mistakes now and you learn from it before you put people in it. So um, that was their old, like their older um, rocket. The, this is the new one they were testing a few months ago. But yeah, um, they do put people on, on some of them. And I actually think that, I think that's Starship, they call it. I think that's the one that they're proposing will take people uh, around the world in sort of 45 minutes. Do you think outlanches the sounds in decades to come or maybe hundreds of years that jumbo jets won't exist and people will just get transported really quickly to another part of the world in a space shuttle? Yeah, probably at some point. I can't even fathom that. I mean, it could happen, but I'm just like, what? What? Because wouldn't it need to be much cheaper than... What it is now it would unless you're really willing to pay how would you drive that price down because i all over the odds for a 45 minute flight that would take a day before which means it would be for the so-called one percent i'm sure there's some people would the pay, fat cats in yeah the world. 100 grand for that i mean if people are willing to pay 250,000 to spend five minutes weightless you know when I, you spend less than that to get to another part of the world faster yeah like a lot faster I mean, 45 minutes from London to Sydney, like yeah. what some people are saying. I'm like, I, I can't fathom that because flying in a jet is like 24 hours. Yeah, you know, with your layovers and stuff. But yeah. Oh, I thought that was without the transit. No, I don't think it would quite be. So I thought oh, that maybe was around Oh, maybe you're right, Yeah, like 12 hours. Well, no. A bit less. Come think. to think of it, UK to Malaysia was about 12 hours. Yeah. And Malaysia is very near to Australia, so I don't think it is correct that I said 20, 24 in one flight. I don't think you spent that long on the, on the flight. I mean, but you maybe spend that long on the journey entirely. when you include the whole journey, yeah. I mean, the thing is, at 45 minutes, you could, like, if you wanted, you could wake up in London and just spend a day. Like, 45 minutes, you'd travel there to go somewhere nice for a day. Like, it takes us longer to get to Dunfermline from here. Like, yeah, you could, you know, wake up here in... Lanark, and you could, you know, have a day out in Sydney, Australia, <laughs> if you're willing to spend a quarter of a million, half a million. Just imagine if you could do that in the future. Yeah. For not a quarter of a million, for less. I just, Wouldn't life be really awesome then? Like, you you and me could, like, save up and we could go for a trip to Sydney for the On weekend. the rocket. Yeah, on the rocket. Up. Oh, God. Well, I guess we wouldn't. I mean, if a rocket blows up and you're inside it, Ali, it's so quick, you wouldn't feel any pain and we would die together. Yeah. But I'm sure we would know that something was wrong and I would very quickly turn to you and say, this is all your fault. <laughs> that would be the last parting words. No, I'm kidding. I would like... turn to you and be like, 
and you would turn to me and go, I always preferred your sister. <laughs> then I would be like, Oh, I did. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> My sister has a husband, Ali. Okay. You actually have technically a brother-in-law if we were to ever get married. If. Well, yeah, I said it. If. This was like 28 minutes, so... <laughs> Suddenly trying to cut it off because it's gone really odd. Rather than discuss whether we will or won't get married. I did propose to you the other day in... What? Costa. No, you told me you couldn't get... I, could, I couldn't be arsed getting down on one knee. You said... shuffled your arse and then you went, you can get down on one knee. And I thought it was just a joke. So I went, ha, ah, then I drank my peach iced tea. Oh. Well... Oh, was that your proposal? Yeah, if you want to get married, you can do it. I might not be there, but I'll sign whatever you need me to sign. What, am Make I supposed to marry a blow-up doll? No, I'll marry you. Even a blow-up doll would run away from me. I just won't be there. Ali, I can't marry myself. That's not legal. No, you'd marry me, but I would be somewhere else. Yeah, but if you're not physically there... I'd sign the paperwork in advance. Alistair, the way that it works is that you physically need to be there, and that's the case in every country. Okay. You can't just Zoom yourself in. Why not? Covid. Yeah, but if it's a Zoom wedding, uh -huh. both people would need to be... Do you know what? I see what you're doing. You're trying to get me to go down and you always say all these insane scenarios and I always try to engage you, you in it. logical conversation. Yeah. So now I'm going to end it. This is what I think of it. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well, on that note... Parting words in space travel? Yeah, maybe a bit of hype. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know space travel. I don't know much about it. It's cool, but it looks like a fairly mature technology. And, like, I don't see anything kind of revolutionary there at the moment that would change it massively. But, yeah, there's a lot of companies there. They're doing some interesting stuff. And it looks like they're bringing the cost down and they're doing things. So, rock and roll. But Virgin Galactic is in space travel. And I think it's a bit of a con. And I can't believe anyone would pay that much money for five minutes of weightlessness yeah i would pay money to be weightless but in a jumbo jet because i've been on a jumbo jet before and i know it sounds odd but i feel safer in one than i would in a rocket one of branson's rockets like i know that sounds really daft but branson's rockets i mean he must be a smart man in some ways he's made a lot of money i just don't know if space travel is ever going to be his forte who knows but i mean he might like yeah. i mean it might okay listeners Stay tuned for uh, another exciting episode tomorrow. And don't forget to leave your tweets at BAMPOTPOD. At BAMPOTPOD. You got it. Bye from Kat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from BAMPOT Productions. Bye. Bye.